The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, I want to talk about comments made by Green Party MEP Kieran Cuff. He has said that more residential buildings on O'Connell Street and the surrounding streets, right in Dublin city centre, would help to prevent antisocial behaviour. He put the argument uh, forward that more residents in that part of the city would make it less threatening than it is already. Our reporter Sophie McDevitt was out on the streets of Dublin to find out what people think about living in the city. I think it's pretty expensive, even for day-to-day things. Even the nightlight recently, it's not the best. There's not much to do in Dublin either. It's kind of boring, like, uh, the only thing we have is pubs, like. No, actually, to be honest, like, I'm living here myself and rent going up too much, people getting thrown in the streets. And now new homes and apartments being built for people who aren't getting it. Actually, I think I've been hearing over the last few years, and even myself, people are complaining about leaving Ireland to go somewhere where it is more affordable to live and easier to live. Way, way too expensive. Um, I moved to Berlin a couple of months ago and paying slightly less rent for an apartment three times the size. Um, have way more disposable income, just better quality of life in general. It just rent was going up way, way too fast here. Drinks, way too expensive. Even, like, cost of going for a meal out is way too expensive. Dublin should definitely build some more apartments. There's nothing online to rent, so... Yeah, I don't know, I feel sorry for people, like, trying to live and work here. It's like, cost of living is ridiculous. Yeah, that was uh, people speaking on the streets of Dublin to our own reporter, Sophie McDevitt. Mannix Flynn, the Dublin City Councillor, is with me. Mannix, is Kieran Cuff right? More people living in and around O'Connell Street would make it safer? Absolutely not. Uh, that's not the case at all. I mean, the city itself is a residential area, you know what I mean, uh, with many residents living in the city. Temple Bar has uh, nearly 5,000 residents living in it. And other parts of the city centre, there are blocks of social housing, blocks of private apartments, and equally the antisocial behaviour, the aggression, the unhappiness, the quality of life in those particular areas has completely and absolutely disintegrated and dropped below. So the idea of flooding O'Connell Street as some way of dealing with criminality, antisocial behaviour and so on and so forth is is just kind of nonsense coming out of a Green Party member. I'm not surprised really because, you know, this is the kind of nonsense that you get instead of dealing with the reality. The reality is that the city you know, I mean, you know, not just the city centre, but even the suburbs, even out as far as Black Rock, you know, what I mean, are hostile. Uh, they're not working. People are unhappy. You're either stuck in a traffic jam or you're stuck in a in a in a in a, in a cycleway. When you do get into town, it's chock a block. It's unwalkable in terms of the footpaths. And really, the authority that I that I work with, Dublin City Council, and indeed on Garda Street corner, are at the wit's end trying to deal with this. And this has been creeping into us for quite some time. I mean, there's the Docklands. There's many apartments down there, and yet you would go down there in the evening time and you wouldn't get a ghost in the place. It's that empty. You go down to City Key and most nights down there there's a running battle between youths and from all over the city who converge on City Key, which again is a built-up area. Many residents in there and in Gardaí corner trying to deal with the action. So there's a major problem for us here in the city, you know what I mean? And I was at a committee meeting there recently uh, in Dublin City Council Protocol Committee and members of the Women's Committee in Dublin City Council said they found that they actually ran out of Talbot Street when they were going walking through the city to see if it's safe. So it's bad for women to be walking in the city. It's worse again for people with disability. Children Mm. you never see and you never see families. I love Dublin. I absolutely adore Dublin. I love it really, really with my heart and I try and work as best I can for it. But don't 
forget this is not just Dublin. These yeah. are small towns and villages. Cork, Limerick, Galway. Well, actually, Limerick, to be fair, has dealt with a lot of issues, and it's you know it, it, it's well patrolled and it's well lit. But Dublin just seems to me to be abandoned yeah. by the local council, by Mr. Keegan, who seems to be hell bent on cycleways rather than actually addressing the issue. I mean, if you go down Taper Street now, which was once a beautiful street, it's completely confusing. You don't know which way the bikes are coming. I was down there actually two days two days ago, and I, I send you on the photographs. There was a running battle in the street where a woman was split what would look like a bottle across the head. There was no members of Mungaida Shia I stood there looking at the situation, trying to do something, and they all ran after each other. And, and this is in front of people just going about their business. Now, Mungaida Shia which I am a member of the of the Joint Policing Committee, I'm deputy chair of it, these are brought up all the time. And management of Mungaida Shia must be held accountable here. I speak to many young members of Mungaida Shia but male and female, they're at their wit's end trying to deal with this situation. They're not properly mm. equipped, they're not properly trained, they're sent into situations two and three is when they're dealing with gangs of individuals. You saw the example for instance in Dublin Airport not too long ago where there was a running battle for 20 minutes. Now Dublin Airport had a new police station, it has its own police force, it has security all over the place. What took them so long? We have a supposedly a new police station in O'Connell Street. Yeah. We have a new police station and open up a Houston station. We have a recruitment drive going on. There's, we're in we're walking distance of the city centre of Dublin. And Dublin, is not, it's not just the city centre. We're in walking distance of four police stations. Yeah. We have armed guards on the street. We have response units. And still, this is persistent. Well, can, I, can I ask how you manage... I, I want to go back to something you said a couple of minutes ago when you were kind of describing the problem. You said you, you never see families and you never see kids. Is that not what no. Kieran Cuff is suggesting you would see more of? No, there's plenty of children in the blocks of flats that I speak about and in the blocks of the apartment, but they're not going out onto those streets. They're not walking out. They're not cycling out there for a nice evening because they're being kind of harassed and bullied off the cycle paths by various individuals. It's too dangerous to send your child out there. And as I say, like, and, and I have grandchildren. I would, I, would, I would simply go with them. Even when my own wife goes out, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. So it's not about filling the, the city with, with, you know, with families. There are plenty of families in the city, but it's too hostile. And, and, and it's too aggressive. I mean, if you send your child, for instance, in Angel Street out to get a bottle of milk or a batch loaf or down to Dunn stores, they've got to go by a number of public houses where there's outdoor drinking, where there's tables and chairs, where no one sees that child walking by. The child has to walk onto the roadway. Indeed, if it's not that, it's something else. It's someone sprawled all over the pavement. Either they're addicted or unfortunately alcoholic or whatever it may be, or it's a yeah. battle. You know, so, 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 so these are the these are the particular issues, and no one's taking responsibility. The local authority aren't proactive. I'm blue in the face trying to deal with the issue. Well, now the, lo- the say, local authority can't hire digit. guards, though, can they? Like, is the issue well, is just well, simply as guards, isn't it? More well, guards. No, okay, no, no the, the local authority have a responsibility to manage their estate. The entire Dublin city centre area is under the local authority remit. They were proper remit to, to manage the footpaths and the pathways and licence and they're not proactive. The Garda Shia have a remit to deal with, with to deal with criminality and anything that comes under their remit. And in many cases, on Garda Shia called out to deal with anti-social behaviour and social housing settings, etc. And it's very, very difficult. Indeed, you know, I mean, the Garda are called out to deal with many drug issues, the boardwalk, etc, etc. We're not approaching this in a proper mm away. There needs to be a zero tolerance in this situation. The Garda Shia the local authority, have to take complete responsibility and control of the city. And as I say, tourists come in and they're very welcome. Yeah. I like to see them. But they don't come back, Kieran. They don't come back. There's no returning tourists. And as you said, your people on the street there, they'd rather go to Berlin. They'd rather go to London. It's a much better experience. It's a nicer experience. So what went wrong? What happened with our city? Who took their eye off the ball? 
The situation is very, very clear. We have a city council that gets a billion euros of your money. We have 5,500 staff. We've, we've 63 councillors. And I can tell you this much. I'm 15 years in there now. It's an absolute failure. Is yeah. what it, is. it doesn't address the issue. It doesn't address the issue. You saw what happened to the guards who went to address anti-social behaviour in Ballyfermot. You saw what happened in Clondalkin. That's okay. night and day within the city centre, and it needs to be addressed. And it's simply not being addressed well, at all. If you put the same effort into yeah. the circling paths, if you put that same effort into dealing with the anti-social behaviour, we might be going somewhere. All right. But I think people are very disappointed. Let, 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 let me introduce uh, Kim. Kim lives in Arnott Street, which is in and around. Portobello, uh, if I'm correct, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kim, which is, is not slap bang the city centre uh, where we're talking about here, but it's very, very close. I think people kind of would consider between the canals as, as kind of city centre territory. So you're yeah. in that territory. I mean, yeah. Mannix makes it sound kind of like it's uh, kind of the, the, the last days of the Roman Empire there uh, within the city. What do you think? Well, Mannix isn't wrong. Mannix isn't wrong. I would place the blame for all of this firmly in Owen Keegan's court. Owen Keegan is uh, the chief executive, which used to be known as the yeah. city manager. Now, I just, now I just, I, I'm going to let I'm going to let you criticise him, but I just bear in mind Owen Keegan's not here now to defend himself. You know, I think just, I, I think that's just fair. I've before we, ha- Owen Keegan on several occasions, and it doesn't change anything. So if he was here, it probably wouldn't change anything. Owen Keegan is the manager of this city, and he has failed at his job absolutely. The city needs attention, and it needs professional attention. He's surrounded by sidekicks up there. I don't know what they do in Dublin City Council. I really don't know what they do. The traffic flow in this city is a nightmare and it absolutely does not contribute to making the city any easier to navigate under any circumstances. Brendan O'Brien and his algorithms need to be disposed of. The, the crime in the city, because in, years ago in New York, they had the broken window and that was they repaired everything, they looked after everything and there was zero tolerance. Mm. That's what needs to be introduced here to get this city back off its backside. At the rate we're going, nobody will come in. I have a 28-year-old nephew. He won't come into town to meet me. He says it's too dangerous. But it's the crime I mean, thing, and I, I made this point. About, I mean, it's it's, it's not, not Owen Keegan's crime. responsibility to deal with crime. I mean, that's that's the responsibility no, very much of, of Drew Harris. Like drinking on the streets. The last time I looked at the law here, drinking on the streets was illegal, and they're still drinking on the streets. And then, but again, Owen that's Keegan not a that, no, but they, yes, that, that's but not a Dublin City Council issue. They're is promoting it? this all night drinking. They're promoting this. Uh, 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 give us back the nights. The nights were never taken from anybody in this city. This city is less vibrant now than it was 30 years ago. And that's because of the interference by people who don't understand how cities work. This city was fabulous, thriving. We had no restrictions on cars, bicycles, bikes, any kind of transport, including your two legs. And the city was buzzing. Now the city is just decimated. And saying that, you know... uh, Owen Keegan is not to blame I don't know who else is to blame then because he is the city manager the police do the best they can maybe the people maybe the people are to blame the people doing all of this stuff what people? Well, the, the people you talk about who are committing all of this antisocial behaviour and engaged in it are committing kind of petty criminality like, well, is, it, is it not their fault rather than Owen Keegan's fault well there's a bit more than petty criminality going on and also uh, in this city we should be capable of managing that in the same way that other cities manage it. With more guards? Well, not, the guards aren't going to clean up after everything. We have to actually lay down a marker and say this is how we want our city run. 
And that starts with flat pavements. It starts with not being forced off the pavements and onto the road because there are drinking areas there. It starts with having everything clean and in order. None of that is happening at the moment. I have a shop in, on Drury Street and once a week somebody falls outside my door. And there's two reasons for that. One reason is there's a loose paving slab that nobody has bothered to fix. Mm. But even if they fix it, the sewerage underneath explodes on a regular basis. Now, I pay Dublin City Council to, uh, for water, I pay for their services. I pay Irish Water and I pay Dublin Town. And none of them have anything to do with that. So we pay privately then to get the sewerage sorted because nobody appears to be responsible when there's a problem with your sewerage. Yet we're paying for all these services. Dublin City Council have um, a budget in excess of one billion a year. Mm. Do you think this city reflects that budget? Because I don't think it does. As far as I can see, the Green Party are hell-bent on having cycle lanes all over the place, despite the fact that we have a minimal number of cyclists compared to motorists. They also want to... Well, I, 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 think, I think, I think their, their hope is that by providing the cycle lanes, you encourage more people to cycle. But listen, for what it's worth, Kip, plenty of people on the text line in agreement with you that the city's gone to hell in a handbasket. 53106. Not just Dublin. Alan says, what would make me want to live in the main street of my town? Mature, shady trees, like the ones that Tipperary County Council want to remove from Clonmel Town Centre. Nuts. So says Alan. County councils, councillors, city managers, county managers, they're all getting in the neck here in the hard shoulder today. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.